0: Yes, it's that time of the week again, everybody. It's the time that we sit down and talk all things podcast. We're the X1 Bros. Welcome, everybody. This is podcast number 333. That's 333. Oh, nice. 333. 333, baby. Wow, that's a special. That's a special number. A special yes. Number. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 bros. First, it's Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? There he is. Next is Jordan the Man. Hello. And I am X1 and it is good to be back. Last week I was remote and yep. I hated it. I felt so far away from you guys. It, it no. was odd. It was It was fine for us. <laughs> odd for you. Uh, absolutely. It has been a fantastic week. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, who's joining us here live. For those of you listening, we record this live each and every single Friday over on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash X1Bros. Come and join us. We're also pumping out weekly, or not weekly, daily, daily. videos. Over uh, daily news videos, basically, over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Again, come follow us over there. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We have some... I want to talk to Jordan. Last week, we talked about monitors. We talked about the monitor TV debate. What are we getting? So, Jordan went and ordered himself a monitor, which apparently the whole world is ordering because I can't get one now. Yeah. Because it's... As of last week, you could have ordered it and would come to your house within two days. But now, it's like not in stock until November 20th. It's the LG monitor. That does 144 hertz, 60 or four, four, uh, 1440. <laughs> kind of. Jordan got it to find out that it was all a lie. <laughs> it was so all a cake lie. The is a lie. It yeah. was all a lie. So, so, so what explain, happens Explain is, what happened just to let people be aware. Is... Like, HDMI 2.1, how the Xbox well, Series point, X yeah. works, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, well, so... So the monitor I got, so it's 1440p, 144 hertz through the display port, right? Which is fine, which we all knew, right? But what I did is I also made sure, uh, I tried to make sure that it was, it was, you know, 1440 uh, 120 through the HDMI port. Which, all you need for 1440p, 120 is HDMI 2.0. That's yes. the requirement, which is the port. And then, of course, you need a high-speed HDMI cable, yeah. which is, uh, you know, HDMI. Yeah. anyway. So, I got it. And a few things happened. So it was through the display port as advertised. But what happened with the HDMI port is it was only going up to 100 hertz. They lock like it. It was locked, right? And, and I was trying to figure out why to or blame the Europeans. It. Yes, that's, that's eventually what happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, I, I what, the what, what happens.
1: R- well, not the Europeans, but like the legislation of the Europeans always screws up hardware for me.
0: Yeah, because what happens is in Europe, they do. Uh, so here we do 30, 60, 120 hertz, right? On, on our monitors uh, in, in North America. Uh, Europe does, 25. what is it, 25, 50, 100? 200 right you know sure. so on and so forth right um so what happens is for manufacturers i assume to save money they don't have to make two different monitors they just basically lock one at 100 hertz you yeah. know such whatever anyway so and then you, and then what was even more frustrating is i was like okay well that's okay i can play 20 frames less we'll see how it works we'll test it out we'll go from there but since we're in America, and our boxes are set to America. Thirty. We don't have that option, so we go sixty to one twenty. So it's just this in between of anyway. So it's this huge mess situation. So anyway, I returned it because I'm like I'm just gonna wait. Because basically, all you could do, you could do, I can do twenty at ten eighty. I, I can do one twenty at ten eighty. But the thing is, why is yeah? Why am I spend this monitor was upward, you know, four or five hundred dollars, right? Exactly. You can spend a hundred dollars to get a one eighty or 1080, 120 monitor, you right? You literally can. Yeah, so it's... it's, it's so Isn't that what anyway. that monitor is, Spicy? So right now... Yeah. It's so right now, my monitor that I currently am playing on is 4K60, right? Uh, yeah. Which is fine. Uh, I, you know... But anyway, so what I'm gonna do is basically we need to wait for technology to catch up, which usually happens with consoles, which is what, you know, Mark and David talked about before. Basically, in order to get a, a monitor that runs at what you want, it's very, very expensive right now. So what I'm yeah. doing, I told David, I said, you know what? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna do waste my time with this in between fourteen forty, which is a complete opposite of what I want what last week what I was saying. So last week I was saying I'm fourteen you know, 1440, 120. I want it now, blah blah. I'm just waiting. Four four K just, 4K sixty I'm, is an upgrade still. Well, I mean I've had four K sixty this yeah, whole thing. No, but you know. for most games, all games are gonna run Yo, that yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. standard. Yes, yeah, so that'll be nice. But Basically, I'm just, you know what? I'm waiting until 2.1, HDMI 2.1, becomes more available to the masses, which it will because of the consoles are going to be pushing it, right? Uh, 2.1 is the next iteration of HDMI. It allows 4K 120, right? Just higher bandwidth, all that stuff, right? Sure, it's so, I believe,
1: If you want the numbers, I think it's 48
0: gigs per second.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, 2.0 is 18 yeah. I think so. It's yeah. more like a 2.5 multiplier, which allows for that kind of rate yeah. to happen, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So now you can find monitors out there that will run your Xbox Series X at 120, uh, 1440. I don't think you can actually necessarily find any 4K 120s right you, now. You can't. Uh, you can't. Yeah, we, me and David actually did a lot of research last night. Last night we spent so. like three hours. There are some coming this holiday. Asus, uh, Asus yeah. announced some, Acer announced some. Uh, there's a crowdfunded platform yeah, specter which is the, the cheapest one they're so, all running right around when they drop they're all running minimum right around $1000 well the specter one is 600 plus $100 stand so you're but you're talking about specifically hdmi running those speeds, hdmi right running H- hdmi 2.0 because 1. monitors
1: monitors can come with DisplayPort that yeah, if you yeah, want to use DisplayPort
0: uh, and use it for your PC, you can get that no problem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah DisplayPort. Yeah. We're talking yeah. strictly for the Xbox, the which s- does not have a DisplayPort. Which is port, HDMI. Has an HDMI. Yeah. They, the, the Xbox Series X has HDMI 2.1. And you might be asking yourself, well, can I get an HDMI to DisplayPort converter? The-
1: no, it's backwards. You can't. You can get a reverse of that. You can get a DisplayPort yep, to HDMI. Yep. It just doesn't exist now. And it's because you're taking a hose that's this big. And putting it that way, that makes sense. But if you're taking a hose. Yeah. Oh, I, by the way, I'm using my hand yeah. motions yeah. So on a podcast. Bigger
0: to smaller, easy. Yeah. Versus smaller to bigger. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something everyone can understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <sighs> so, HD, and the, the thing is HDMI 2.1 on monitors. Now, if you've gotten a really nice TV in the last year or so, chances are you might have a HDMI 2.1. They've been on TVs. Already, yeah, but you're, but you're again, talking again, you're paying around a thousand really nice. That, if yeah. you spent a lot of money on your TV, you might have an HDMI 2.1, but I would still doubt it. Yeah, I'll, I mean, so you can still get there with TVs right right as now, as of today, there's TV options out there. Again, they're you're looking at uh above a thousand, so yeah, and to be clear, you can get 1440 on like Jordan said on HDMI Yeah, 2.0. 2.0. You can. You just got to make but, sure the monitor allows it. Yeah, it's it basically just has to be a newer model monitor that allows it. Uh, all the newer models do, including the LG. In fact, Jordan, mm-hmm. if he would have got the model, if I up, got the brand up, it would have worked. It, just fine. it was, uh, but those are about five hundred dollars. So at that point, why not just wait for it? Yeah, you know, in our estimation. Can I do a TLDR of everything that was just? Go in? ahead TLDR. Uh, you can get it, but it'll
1: be really expensive right now. If you wait, it'll be cheaper. There you go. But before you get anything, do your research. Make sure. Get 2.1 HDMI or better,
0: yeah. which there's no better so, yeah. at this yeah. point. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, If you get a monitor that's HDMI 2.0, you just have to really make sure. Find if someone you for- who's already bought it. Find someone who's already bought it and make sure that they do allow, that monitor allows through that HDMI 2.0, 120 hertz at 1440p. This is 1440. I don't think... No, 4K can't run on 2K. 4 no, not, yeah, not there's not bandwidth for it. Not at 120. So on sure. HDMI 2.0, 4K, you can go 4K 60. Um, or no, no, can you go, yeah, it's 4K 60 on HDMI Correct. 2.0. It's 1440p 120 on HDMI 2.0. 2.1 is what can do 4K. 4K well, it can do everything. 4K 120. It can go up to right 10K. Dude. So actually, there you go. So it's actually, it's, but how, at how much hurts? Uh, sixty at ten k. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, but you're fine. Four k at. Yeah, four k at one twenty. Yeah, super. So. Regardless, it's super
1: exciting. But it is a little bit frustrating, a little bit confusing. Particularly, it's new tech. This yeah. is yeah. what's exciting about yeah. cutting edge tech. I mean, it happens all all the time in the PC world because you're like, oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is funny because, I I think I had this discussion. Um, when everybody went to sleep last night with myself on Discord. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone was asleep You're at just 3, typing three in, in the morning and I was responding. typing to myself. Uh, display ports don't generally go on TVs, right? Those are yeah. generally HDMIs, and that's most likely why...
0: There's HDMI 2.1 on TVs. Right
1: on now. TVs, yeah. but not display ports on TVs, because consoles are usually played on TVs, not monitors. A lot of them are, but, you know, so... What's
0: the what's the display port technology? Is HDMI 2 point1 superior or is it just different?
1: Actually, that's a good question. it it it's definitely all, has it, more all bandwidth. Has, it
0: all has to do with bandwidth to yeah. push all that stuff. So yeah. I mean two point one versus displayport well, two
1: point one is 48 well,
0: and right at, now we're on display port one point4, right? So if display comes out with another one uh, right I think it's display port one point four is what we're on. Let's I think it's see. like eight. here it is. So it's at thirty-two. Oh. So oh, so it's, oh, so, it's way off. So two point one is higher at forty-eight. Is there? Is there? Do we have? I don't know uh, if one point four is the latest. I think it is, but I may be wrong. Oh, we have announcement for one point five. Um, I wonder it's what they uh, So one point five is talking eight k at sixty hertz, five k at one twenty hertz, yeah, and that's then four k at one forty-four hertz. But
1: that's why. Yeah. So it's just a matter of bandwidth, and and it's just like uh, USB versus thunderbolt you know and or stuff like that they leapfrog each other yeah. you know usb's been around for 20 plus years and they just come out with a new one new one new one that's the same thing that's happening with hdmi and displayport right and thunderbolt as well but thunderbolt has licensing limitations so yeah. it's not that's why thunderbolt doesn't ever thunderbolt has uh, forty, I think right now it's currently at forty gigs per second. But it's all about bandwidth when it comes to sending a signal, right? From but so uh, fascinating.
0: Moral of the story: just really do your research in the next few I've months if been, you're looking to upgrade. TVs I've never right. been as deep into monitors as I was last night. It's it, fun. It's way fun. And, uh, like to do research on there this is stuff. some quality, quality monitors that I'm like, dang, my PC setup freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah,
1: it's real exciting, and this is why I, I've said it a lot of times on this show. I love consoles when new consoles come out because PC, like for example, PC gaming pushes PC in a very specific way as far as, hard, as far as hardware goes, and I love that. But consoles push push consumer level yeah. stuff higher. Like TVs. It brings like TVs. It brings the bar to everybody higher, yeah. not just the elite. Um, I hardcore. guess well, yeah, the hardcore well, I mean, people, right? PC, yeah. Just yeah. think
0: about four K, right? At the beginning of the generation Xbox One, PlayStation 4, not very many people had 4K yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I, guess, well, I guess I guess well, not very many people have 4K still. If you look at statistics, but a lot more have it now than they did, well, right? F- and it's more readily available. 4K
1: was f- like six grand for a TV on launch, and n- and now <laughs> it's now three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. it just yeah. brings that tech to the masses mm-hmm. versus the, uh, you know the other way, which I love with hardware, especially on console hardware. It's pretty fun. So
0: that I just wanted to update on where we were with that because Jordan was pretty mad yesterday. yeah it was just like <laughs> it's, well and what's times. funny is i i researched the entire monitor i'm like what the heck everything that they said tells me that this should work and then i finally opened the manual i went to the yeah. very last page and i went to the very bottom right corner of the very last page and it gave you all the statistics and it said hdmi 100 hertz yeah and i was like are you so actually I- if you're browsing for monitors on on amazon and stuff look at you can look up the pdf manual and yeah. you'll be able to see what it's yeah, the to yeah the very last page and the very last bottom <laughs> corner. yeah anyway it was just uh, do your homework yeah it's just it's your so anyway i came to the conclusion i told david i was like you know what I'm, I'm fine at 4k 60 right now i'll still get that higher fidelity right and and 4k 60 will still be an upgrade right uh because right now we're playing 4k 30 right but yeah. uh anyway no i'm just i think i'm just gonna wait till 2.1 becomes more readily available and just uh just go just all go hog. to town yeah go to town baby uh Sorry, Spice, did you
1: have some Oh, I was, yeah. Um, I'm, What I plan on, I'm just going to tell you what I'm planning on doing. I'm just planning on playing my Xbox until I can get one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I
1: get a monitor that yeah. can do what I do want. can right, yeah, do what you want to so. do.
0: Before we jump into the news, I did want to talk about one thing that's kind of a big deal. It's a really interesting move, I think, by Microsoft. So at the beginning of the week, we had an announcement that Microsoft had entered into a quote-unquote strategic partnership. Strategic alliance. Strategic Strategic alliance with GameStop. And at the time, you know, when the uh, story first dropped, it was basically that, you know, GameStop's going to be using the tech uh, from Microsoft and they're going to have all these services and et cetera, et cetera. Like this background enterprise type software that is being implemented in GameStop. Uh, about a day later, news dropped that GameStop is going to be getting a share of all digital revenue sold on Xbox. Uh, and here's here's what... Uh, I just want to read real quick the news story and then we can discuss it, what this means for Xbox, what it means for GameStop. Uh, According to a report from investment advisor Domo Capital, Microsoft and GameStop's recently announced strategic partnership will allow the latter to share in revenues for digital content from any Xbox console that the retailer sells moving forward. The firm says that this includes all full sale game digital downloads and downloadable content. So if GameStop sells you an Xbox Series X or Series S, the company will benefit from those digital downloads that you make basically for life. Uh, Do you know know why that's a smart move? Go ahead, Jordan, tell me. Because it incentivizes GameStop to sell Xboxes. GameStop just, (laughs) you know how Microsoft just closed all their stores? They just reopened them via GameStop, (laughs) right? Like that's to be, they just made GameStop your Xbox marketplace, physical marketplace. Uh, It's an interesting move. For GameStop, I think this this shows a path forward for GameStop because we've all assumed like GameStop, how are they going to survive in this digital age. Yeah, this is one way that they'll survive. What about Microsoft, Spicy? Any thoughts on what this means for Microsoft? Is this good for Microsoft? Bad for Microsoft? I mean, it's interesting for sure. But what are your what are your initial thoughts and impressions on this this news? Um. Well, I think Jordan said
1: it. L- l- I mean, we can talk about the upsides and downsides. The downside is they lose a percentage of their revenue, right? Microsoft. Microsoft does. But I I don't think it's going to be... I mean, added up, it'll probably be a lot. The upside is GameStop employees might actually start selling Xboxes. And when I go in, they won't say, don't buy an Xbox, buy a PlayStation, which every GameStop I ever went to basically has told me that kind of in a weird way. So it, it incentivizes... Brick, some brick and mortar stores that are already established to actually start selling their consoles, which is a it's a it's a plus, right? GameStop
0: so. also with the announcement will now be uh, an all access or an Xbox Access all access store where you can you know buy the Xbox on twenty four monthly payments, yeah. get yeah. signed up there. Uh, sure. So that's other big news there. I think overall it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out I, it's That's, it's helping Microsoft you're basically creating salesmen to get you into the Xbox ecosystem right there yeah. when they have already got a footprint in the United States anyways um, and then I think they're like electronic boutique in the EU is owned by the same company yeah, or EV, I don't know right. I know that I know that there's like it's a giant corporation so you immediately gain those guys as salesmen but the other thing the big thing that it does to me once again along with this Bethesda deal is show It shows how serious Microsoft is about Xbox. I think this is just further proof that they're all in. I mean, you wouldn't do a deal like this or a strategic partnership like this if you weren't all. They have got to have models that show them making so much money from gaming with this that they're this aggressive. And we're going to be buying. They're not done buying gaming companies either, right? Like they're spending huge amounts of cash in acquisitions. Entering well, into partnerships like this, and the, yeah, and this partnership
1: is—it's like uh, they're not really losing anything because it's of sales made. So they've already gained something already on top of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if that makes sense, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, like with Bethesda, you lost 7.1 billion dollars to get those IPs <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Right? With this, they're just like, hey, if you
0: sell some. Of our stuff, yeah. we'll give you a little kick one well, and we're and we're kick. fully integrated, you're using our enterprise software anyways, like you're using all of this anyways, this is a part of this. it's basically become the new Microsoft store um, via Xbox only <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they'll start selling surfaces and stuff too, huh It's like an authorized apple retailer <laughs> yeah yeah <basically>, yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they already
1: <sighs> what would what would have happened if Netflix did this with
0: Blockbuster? You know, because this is kind of the same. That's a really interesting comparison. It's We'd still have blockbuster, <laughs> right? Yeah, because we're kind of going
1: in that direction with uh, with Game Pass and everything. Things are st- starting to be a
0: lot more digital. Well, and so what comes? I think I think where you're going to see this long term is there are there is science and there is salesmanship and a lot of time and money put into how a, how a store is laid out how product is put where product is put shelving space for product uh there's premium shelving space for product that is proven to sell and i think what you're going to see is xbox hardware front and center across their stores uh i think you're going to see the stores uh change their display change in a way that pushes compatible hardware xbox hardware we're going to be able to get all of our controllers there, a variety of controllers. Imagine going in and seeing 20 different types of custom Xbox controllers that you can purchase there, right? Like, yeah. that's that's to me what this is going to become if they're all in, if Xbox is benefits them with digital sales, why would you ever sell a physical copy? You wouldn't. Well, you would if or, somebody or, paid you
1: money for it. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: but, but well, why would you? <laughs> but, <laughs> that's, but no, that's called economics. But they're going to be pushing their sales force with commissions and gift cards and etc you know what i mean Mm -hmm. hey who has the most xboxes sold this month that's what we care about like that's cool yeah anyways it's really interesting you can see that one coming that one came out of left field too i know next up walmart (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. uh, what is Walmart's net worth? Can Microsoft buy Walmart and just turn it into an ex-gouter? Well, I, that's what I said about lots of things.
1: Let's see. Walmart. Uh, what was, what was Walmart's?
0: How much cash did they have ready to go? <laughs> uh, 100 billion? 100 close to 160. 401 billion. Oh, no. I know uh, they can't do it. it. Can't Not with cash, anyways. They could leverage, leverage and take out a loan. Yeah, that's <laughs> a,
1: yeah Walmart's pretty big. Yeah, Walmart, I think I just realized Walmart's, Walmart's really huge. Big. Oh, Walmart's huge. How, how about Costco? Maybe they can purchase Costco. <laughs> Costco. What is Costco? Costco. <laughs> Costco Um. net worth. And keep in mind, these numbers are directly from the internet so that you know that they're true. 97 point or 95.7 billion.
0: Oh, they c- uh, yeah, they could buy Costco. Yeah. yeah, they could buy Costco. Turn Costco memberships into an Xbox membership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with every Costco <laughs> membership you get. Xbox. And your points at an the Xbox gas pump get you uh, points uh, for Microsoft the Microsoft. points. Yeah, Microsoft points. What about McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, the official no. food. Of no, I don't think they can afford McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's is they, huge. I doubt they can afford McDonald's, right? Uh,
1: 163 They're billion. They're close. 163 million. Billion. Oh, man, that's what I meant. Billion. billion. I wonder if, like, you go into McDonald's. I'll take a number six with uh, Metal Gear Solid, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
0: take the Halo Infinite combo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, (laughs) With a Frosty. Uh, (laughs) uh, Can I get a Cuphead uh, soda? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That brings us to the next segment of our show. This is the news. Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One. It was actually an incredibly good week. Incredibly good. Incredibly good Fantastic week. Fantastic week. There was that. Uh, did you guys see that uh, interview yeah. over by. Uh, um, I think it was by Kotaku. Uh, they interviewed Phil Spencer and they talked a little bit more about Elder Scrolls 6. Oh, and no, I didn't. Actually. Basically, they, uh, they didn't come outright and say it, but uh, the, basically it's just more talk about like, will these games be exclusive? Oh, or they'll not, be exclusive. Right? So, and I. Uh, I don't. Doubt it was. It, it was pretty uh, meaty news, but I think it's just you know. I figured we'd mention it. So I <laughs> like, was well.
1: The, well, What did he like? What was said? oh uh, here I You're can pull it up. You're teasing me. I can like, pull
0: it, Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I don't like to be teased. I don't mind it. It's pretty fun. <laughs> no, but like, like that got me excited. Well, as it long was, as there's
1: an evolution of it the was, teasing, okay, okay. I'm okay with it. You can't just tease and walk it
0: was, away. was. Uh, t- here we go. Let me hear. It. I'm gonna have to find it in the article, so you guys might have to talk about stuff for a minute. No, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the idea that you don't again or we've said this before, we'll say it again. It's like beating a dead horse. You don't spend seven billion dollars to give away a key element of what someone's going to subscribe to your service. It's like Netflix saying, well, we just spent all this money on creating this amazing show, Stranger Things. Uh, you know what? Let's let Amazon have it as well so more people can watch it. No, that doesn't make sense. You don't care how many people watch it. You want people to watch it on your platform, in your ecosystem to play that pay that monthly fee. Damn, that was a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. So here it is. Max, it was uh, it was in a in an interview with Kotaku. Spencer is asked about Microsoft's recent acquisition of ZeniMax, a parent company of Bethesda. Uh, the interviewer from Kotaku asks, "Quote: Is it possible to recruit the 7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls Six on the PlayStation?" End quote. Yeah. Uh, that was from uh, Stephen Tatillo, uh, the 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 writer over Steven, at I Kotaku. Steven, I appreciate you asking the question, but it's kind of a stupid question. I uh, really. <laughs> Like, of course you can recuperate recuperate it. Like, I don't understand. He's thinking in
1: terms of, like... Watch Phil Spencer go, absolutely not. This is the worst deal we've ever (laughs) done. I don't know what's
0: going on. Uh, A better question would have been, like, how do you plan to, to recuperate that money yeah. and how long will it take you do you think yeah. of course you can recuperate that yeah. money without so, uh, so and the article I'm reading from is from Games Radar if you guys want to go read it from yourself but the interview itself was from Kotaku uh, from uh, I Stephen Totillo right anyway okay. uh, so Spencer it says who quickly replies yes <laughs> <laughs> I know what's it uh, uh, and yeah, then, and we then, wouldn't then, have bought it if yeah. we couldn't <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so basically then, basically, people are gleaming from that that it's going to be yeah. exclusive. Uh, well, no, there was there was more that went on. If you want, I can read more into it. Go there ahead. was more. About, okay, so anyway, uh, let me just read here. Uh, uh, Spencer making sure uh, to point out the ZeniMax acquisition quote was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Uh, however, Spencer does say he thinks about quote where people are going to be playing and the number of devices uh, that we had and if and we have had xcloud and pc game pass on our console base i don't have to go ship those games on any other platform yeah. uh yeah and that's and that right there is is proof positive when both uh, Todd Howard and Phil Spencer talked about like we want we're expanding our player base or we want people to play how they want where they want on any device they want what yeah. they're referring to is microsoft's plan to have it on xcloud pc xbox game pass is going to be everywhere it's not going to be on the playstation it's going to be everywhere, multiple devices, your phone, yeah. and that's and that's exactly what he said there. Basically. So this is You're let me let me, play uh, yeah, play let me anywhere yeah let me well here yeah. let me let me read you this whole quote because it talks about it. So he says he thinks about quote where people are going to be and the number of devices or play where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had and we have had XCloud and PC games on our console base. I don't have to go and ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us. Uh, whatever yeah exact, Whatever, yeah. Reason, whatever yeah. so yeah it's gonna be exclusive. so so here's yeah. here's and then and then the article again uh the article from games radar goes on to say so this isn't an outright con- confirmation that titles like elder scrolls 6 or fallout 5 won't release on ps5 but it's as close as we got can, can, can i it's as close as we've got can i just one. say yeah. doesn't logic
1: make it a, an ironclad confirmation yeah it does like I uh, uh I don't. I don't understand why it's even a. <laughs> yeah. Like well, people, no. And why that's why. Are in denial. Like like that's Even that why, question. This guy is like. He's kind of like. It was like a leading question, almost. Right. So what you're saying is, I have to buy an Xbox to play this game? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. You do. Or just be in the ecosystem. Yeah. That's so really all it just, is. Yeah. 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 I have pass. to have
1: Windows or
0: Xbox no, or the idea. Game. The idea from the beginning that it would ever not be what I just think was insane. But yeah. we've we've kind of beat that horse to death. Yeah. Well, no, and that's why. Sorry, guys, I kind of stumbled through that because I didn't have it in the news. But uh, yeah, but, but no, but I, the reason I didn't is because I saw the article and I was like, oh, it's just another thing. Like I like David said, I feel like we've beaten it to death. Yes, we don't technically know f- 100% for sure if they're going to be exclusive, uh, we do. I do. But, but we can very safely assume that they probably will. They'll be exclusive to Microsoft, i.e. Xbox, Xbox Game Pass, PC, stuff like that, right? Yeah, excellent. So, yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Is that my a new story? Uh, yeah, to new cyber? story my, yeah. I'm so excited. My, uh, about yeah, my most anticipated pull it up? for I the I like, uh, I like Cyberpunk. Yeah, my, f- most, f- anti- real. <laughs> my most anticipated. <laughs> I'm sure
1: you do. <laughs> uh,
0: my most anticipated game of the year. So they had another Night City Wire episode four. I watch them all premiere live. What'd you think of this one? I thought it was good because we got to talk about cars. Oh, yeah. There is some there's so this cars in there. This one was dedicated to just vehicular madness. (laughs) So in Cyberpunk, we're going to have a variety of cars. We're going to have different classes of cars. Those classes will go like this. You'll have the economy class of car. You'll have this this one economy class. This one looks a little adventurous. That I might be, yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. It might be the economy class was like little, like smart car type things. Oh, <laughs> like, that's like a sport. Anyway, Nissan Leaf. Yeah. Nissan uh, Leaf. Night city, Nissan Leaf. <laughs> you'll have the economy class of cars, you'll have the executive class of cars, you'll have the cars, oh, this one looks heavy duty cars, sports cars, and then hyper cars. Ooh, a hyper car. And then they did. All, now each car is gonna have its own uh, statistics. Every every car is gonna feel different. Uh, they basically all this episode was was a lot of behind the scenes stuff of how they did the cars. They went out and got a how they got a bunch of different sounds of cars. They put they actually put microphones in transmissions, but like just this, to get these real sounds. Right. This game seems so um, ambitious. Oh no, it really is. It really it really is. But, this is uh, as close this game what it's purporting to be in my mind. Is as close to Ready Player One, <laughs> without being actually like yeah. VR in the world that yeah. you can be. Right? But Ready like Player One was multiple worlds. Like I'm gonna yeah. lose. You can lose yourself in this world. And Cyberpunk was in Ready Player One. Yeah. World, right? Yeah. So. Right. That's <laughs> no. So crazy. They showed uh, they showed the different cars. Each car is gonna feel different. They showed a lot of the behind the scenes on how they made the cars, recorded the cars, stuff like that. Right. Which is really cool. They also talked about uh, having. Some cars that were inspired by real cars, like Keanu Reeves' character's car. Hmm. Uh, I think it's. I think it's a 1966. Porsche? I forget what it was. Like I think Porsche, it was a 1966 right? Porsche. Which it, yeah. the reason they chose that one is because it'll be exactly what was it 100 years old in tw- or no, it's 77. So 1977. Because it's 2077. So 2077 it will be 100 years old, right? Something like that. Cool. Right. They also uh, showed behind the scenes of Keanu Reeves. Uh, talking about his motorcycle. Keanu Reeves has a motorcycle company, Ooh. and they actually took one of his motorcycles and kind of, they tweaked it a little bit to kind of m- make it m- meet that cyberpunk feel. Sure. But it's got the actual logo on it and stuff. It's in-game motorcycle of... uh, uh what What is the company that Keanu Reeves owns? I think it's Ashton or something like okay. that, motorcycle. anyways, it's in the game. Yeah, it's in the game. That is cool. Dang, this game. Oh, I'm still... More hyped for Valhalla at this time. I'm hyped for Valhalla. Arch, but you're crazy. But damn, yeah. This well, we're going to talk about Valhalla. Every later. time
1: a cyberpunk game comes out, you've had six Assassin's Creed games come out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh... I mean, it's the numbers. Dude, I think about this. This is going to be their first time. We know eventually we're going to get multiplayer for this. So this world is eventually going to be this perpetual. Well, if they, I mean, world. I'm not In banking on multiplayer. Right? I don't know if it. You know, I think that's they're like, hey, maybe we'll do it. So anyway, it's called Arch Motorcycles, that Keanu Keanu Reeves Motorcycle Company. So there is an arch motorcycle in the game, which is really cool. Also, they talked about how the car will kind of be like Roach from The Witcher. Okay, uh, where you'll be able to hit the button and the car will come auto up. Travel. Uh, yeah, auto, auto travel, yeah, auto travel to you. So you can whistle, well, it, yeah, yeah. Whistle but and car. then they, and they did jokingly say that they they uh, are working on some bugs to make sure the car appears as it should be, rather than uh, <laughs> and they showed a, a bug of Invisible. roach appearing on a roof. Yeah, right? so <laughs> in the Witcher, they're just joking around, right? But uh, very cool. Uh, they also did confirm that you can uh, delve into some street racing. Oh. Uh, in uh, I'm, in I'm cyberpunk, very, which which is basically like the horse racing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, I'm very I'm curious in, about in Witcher, but. what I there. It, the game just seems so deep. Like, look at what he's doing. Like, it's just you could live a life. It's like Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more gruesome Second Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, this uh, is the next RuneScape. Second life with genital customization. Customization. That's what we're most excited for. But no, Cyberpunk coming out November 19th, I believe, which actually makes me really happy because I thought it was coming out just a couple days after Cyberpunk. It's actually coming out a week after, or sorry. I thought Cyberpunk was coming out a couple days after Assassin's it's Creed Valhalla. It's actually a week. You got one week to So knock I got out one Valhalla, week. Yeah, Valhalla, I thought baby. I only had a couple days. I Actually, yeah, I have a week to knock out Valhalla, which we'll talk about a little bit later as well. But Cyberpunk, episode four is now available. You can watch it if you missed it. It's really cool. It's, it's really all about the cars. Uh, yeah, that but car I like is, it. That car is sexy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably an executive. That's an executive that, car. The Executive class car. Ooh, I like it. So very nice, but very cool. Call of Duty. Call Black of Ops. Duty Black Ops Beta going on now. We talked about it last week, but I just wanted to let everybody know it is here from October 17th to the 19th through the weekend on all platforms. Be sure to try it out. I believe all you need to do is pre-order the game, and it's yours. Yeah, a lot of people I talked to who have played it and experienced the beta on the PlayStation really, really, no. really enjoy it. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're knocking it out of the park, so well done. All right. To celebrate the 10th anniversary of the beloved Tales of Vesperia series, it is back Fully remastered in HD, and it looks great. Tales of Asperia: Definitive Edition is now available on the Xbox One, which is very exciting. If you like anime art style, and if you like the Tales series, which I actually, uh, it's pretty good. Speaking of anime, I I give p- it a try. I picked up my first manga. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think One you, One Punch Man. He's hilarious. You're you're now writing your own manga. I want to write my own <laughs> manga. Yeah, my <laughs> wife and I are going to write our own manga. I I'm, just, re- I'm reading my first one, and now I'm going to write my first one. Uh... <laughs> Well, in reading it, I think to myself, this is not hard. The drawing's going to be hard. I'm not drawing. We're going to just to, Just that. pull up paint,
1: Microsoft Paint, and just with some mouse. And make that be the yeah, and, and, and just call
0: it a new art style <laughs> for <Yeah>. kids. <laughs> My first manga. My kids' first manga.
1: <laughs> My kids' first manga. <laughs> a manga
0: by no. David. By me. <laughs> <laughs> now, jumping into another heavy hitter, Assassin's Creed. Dude, Assassin's I am so Creed excited for Valhalla. Officially, li- and this is the way you got to do trailers right here. Dude, this the is the way dive. I like trailers. You, you, they, this is like that old... Um, Red Dead Redemption trailers yeah. that they had. So this is a deep dive trailer. It's about a seven minute trailer. It goes in depth and, t- and talks about some of their systems. They mostly focus on your encampment, your your village, your town, and they talk about how you can upgrade it. There's different uh, people in the town that will give you different missions. Uh, it's very, very cool, right? The game looks really good. Dude, it it's beautiful. I'm excited uh, to play this in 4K. 4K 60. 4K 60. I don't know <laughs> if it does 4K 60 or not, oh, but no anyway, way. I'm excited to play this on the new Xbox Series X. This one is coming out November 10th. The launch day of the Is it November well, 10th for Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I believe it is. November 10th was yeah. It's launch day for, for Xbox launch Series day. X. But yeah, if you haven't seen this trailer, really cool. This trailer actually made me glad that there's a week between Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk because now I can get a lot more into Assassin's Creed. Because I'm excited for both games. I think this why this game looks really I think good. why I'm so excited for this game is that I have not played Assassin's Creed. See, you guys jumped in to Origins and Odyssey. So it's it's not too much different for you. Whereas I haven't played at all since Black Flag, any Assassin's Creed. So I I feel like, and this is like the perfect one for me, so I'm super excited, and it just has that feeling that it's, the difference is, I feel like it's less deep as Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk's super deep, so that I can jump in, knock it out, have fun, Murdering my way across. I don't know. Britain. This seems pretty deep. They talk about your camp. They talk about upgrading your camp. You meet all different people throughout your throughout your camp. There's a tattoo shop. Oh, at your baby! Camp. Tattoos. You're, I keep calling it the camp. I think it's called your settlement actually. Yeah. But uh, there's, anyway, there's dire wolves. Uh, they that talk chew about your face off. They talk about the different provinces of England. So you got West, Wessex, Northumbria, um, all these different provinces. They talk about making alliances. It, it, it really. It really goes through the the kind of it gives you kind of like a taste of the alliance system, if you know whatever we want to call it. It it more so focuses on your encampment, but at the end, it does talk about you can uh, maybe go out and get some legendary weapons like Excalibur. Oh yes, become King Arthur, and (laughs) uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it, it's a really cool trailer. It's about seven minutes. It's, it's an in-depth guide. Like I said, it talks a lot about your settlement. It it goes a little bit into you know politics and stuff of uh, of like the different areas: Wessex, Northumbria. What's the other one? Wessex, Northumbria. Was there Umbria? four? Southumbria? Yeah, was no, there four? I, I forget know. them all. East Anglia, there we go. East Anglia, Queens, Queens, the Bronx, Bronx, all these, yeah, all these, all these other ones, yeah. But no, it looks very cool. I am actually very glad that there's a week between the two games, Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed, so at least we can, you know, dive into it. But very exciting. Looks really good. Moving on, another kind of little surprise for me that I really enjoyed into. Torchlight 3, right? Torchlight 3 officially launched on the Xbox this week. I knew it was in beta on the PC, and I knew it was coming soon. I just uh, totally missed that it was coming this week. But it's on the Xbox. It's very exciting. I did purchase it myself, and I did play it, and uh, I'm actually enjoying it. So Torchlight... Is a, is a running series, right? The original Torchlight was made by the original guys uh, from Diablo. Um, I don't know if they're still on the team for Torchlight 3 or whatever. I don't know all the you know the in-depth stuff about that. But uh, Torchlight 3 is the newest game in the series. Uh, it used to be called Torchlight Frontiers. Now it's Torchlight 3. It's available on the Xbox. I believe it's $39.99, so it's a $40 game. It's a dungeon crawler, so it's similar to games like Diablo and Minecraft Dungeons. But uh, it's got that Torchlight flare, right? I have been having fun with it so far. I, I do enjoy I like the Torchlight series. It's not as in-depth as number two. Sure. Uh, I would say where I would put this game, and I think I was telling Mark about this, if you liked Minecraft Dungeons, I think you'll like this game because this is the next step to that, right? I feel like Minecraft Dungeons, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way. This is, was to its benefit, was very simplistic. Like an entry-level yeah, dungeon Yeah, it was very power. simplistic. You had the, the, what, the power level, the... What was the other level? Your your regular level and then your power level. You had you know four or five gear slots. It was very simplistic, quick change, you know, stuff like that. This is still simplistic. It's not as complicated as Diablo 3. And some people may think, oh, Diablo 3 is not complicated, but Diablo 3 has a lot more stats and min-maxing and stuff like this. I feel like this is the in-between. This is this game where I would put it, it's in between Minecraft Dungeons and Diablo 3, right? It does have statistics where you can min-max things, and it does have a little bit more in depth to it, uh, with your gear and, uh, gearing out your character with all your stats and enchantments and all that, that stuff than Minecraft dungeon had. Right. But not quite as much as Diablo three had. Right. Sure. Uh, but it's really fun. It is multiplayer, four player, four player co-op, uh, which is really fun. If you do want to play multiplayer, when you first start up the game, they have an option to play a single player mode and a multiplayer mode. As of right now, you can actually pull your single player character over to a multiplayer mode. Uh, at least that's how it was when I was looking at things. It may be different, but anyway, just to be safe, start a multiplayer game. You don't have to play multiplayer with people, but it just allows that you can in bring in friends. future. Difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, their classes are hilarious. Uh Torchlight has always kind of done this. Like, they don't have your typical warrior, right? They have, like, another class that is basically the warrior. But in this one, I picked a guy called the Railmaster. <laughs> <laughs> and that alone. That is going to be the greatest title that of all time. That alone is a nickname. Hey, hey Railmaster. Rail Railmaster 69. <laughs> uh, so he's actually the one on the front cover. But what he does is he summons a choo-choo train to follow you around. And that train shoots and destroys your enemies. Uh, It's actually hilarious. And the train literally follows you around. And there's a little bit of strategy to it because you can stop your train and start your train. And you can add stuff to it in the skill trees and stuff like that. But uh, uh, very fun. And actually, I think, uh, Mark and David, you guys might like this game because uh, you guys collect a lot of stuff. I'm a collector. And let's say, oh, man, I got to collect a lot of stuff, but I'm having fun. I don't want to interrupt the... uh, the vibe, you can, you get pets in this game. You can pick a cat, oh, oh, oh. you can pick a dog, uh, different things, you can name them, right? Your pet not only helps you out throughout your uh, journey in combat and stuff like that, but you can say, hey pet, here's all my crap, can you take it back to town for me? He'll take it back to town, take care of it for you, bring back the gold you earn from it uh, so you don't have to interrupt hey, your uh, gameplay. Cool. Yeah, it's actually a cool little feature. You've always been able to do that in Torchlight, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. But yeah, anyway, cool. it's a fun little game. I think this game is going to thrive uh, just like Minecraft Dungeons did. In multiplayer, playing with your friends, Um, but it's so far I like it. You know, it's it's not uh, it's not bad. So. There you go. You were supposed to stream last night, but you had uh technical difficulties yes, with yeah, your monitor and then, then at, and with then uh, the capture your card, capture it card. was terrible. Dang. Uh but uh, we'll work on it. I'm excited to play. Uh you guys should play with me. It'll be a good one. Planet so. Coaster. This I just, thought you'd be excited this, about this yeah, one. Yeah, this made me really Jordan's really always been into the roller coaster yeah, theme yeah, this, park. This uh, made uh, me stimulation, really happy this week. Uh Mark, if you oh, you already pulled up the trailer, uh you can just type that in and it should come right up. But uh Planet Coaster. Officially has a launch date on the Xbox. It is coming on launch day of the Series X, X, November 10th. Very exciting. I love this game on the computer. I'm really excited to bring it uh, to the console. This is just a fun game. This is... It's I mean, if you like games like City Skylines and stuff like this, I think you'll like this game because it has a lot of that, you know, you can create your own stuff, create your own theme park, you can create your own rides, or you can really do whatever you want. What's really cool about this particular edition... Uh, or planet coaster as opposed to roller coaster tycoons, is and it'll show it in the trailer. Is you can really customize stuff. Like if you want to build like a, a desperado themed roller coaster but in part an of X your One park, Bros roller coaster. yeah, you can. You yeah. can really. I mean, look what he's doing. This is all all by hand, if you will. Right. Oh. I mean, like not only can you, do you have a lot of customization tools with your rides but the environment of your rides so you know how like if you've <laughs> ever been, if you've <laughs> ever yeah awesome. if you've ever been to Disneyland and they have like each ride has its own theme when you're waiting in line you can create that so like you can create this Desperado section of your 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 theme park and call it Frontierland and that, that I think is the fun part right yeah, they in addition to uh, in addition to obviously managing your park and then you can park. publish your blueprint that, so that others correct, can see correct now I wonder how that'll work I hope on the Xbox it works exactly the same as the PC you can go into a free create mode uh, and, cre- and this is what I I did is i went into a free create mode where you essentially have unlimited funds yeah because they don't exist you make your own roller coaster and it'll add up all the parts you used and give you a flat price so then you can take that creation that you made go into your real park and say okay this creation i made cost twenty thousand dollars but i want to put her you grab that creation so then you don't have to spend all this time building it in game you can kind of just take it and put it there and then continue yeah. with your stuff but so cool. very cool i'm super excited for this game coming to the console november 10th Going to be playing that in what, uh, 4K60? 4K60, You think of that? Oh, yeah. Now, if you pre-order, this game does benefit from smart delivery. So if you pre-order and do upgrade, you do get that smart delivery, which means you get all the newer stuff Mm -hmm. for the higher-end consoles, which is very cool. I'm very excited for this game. If you like games like City Skylines or, of course, Roller Coaster Tycoon, this is uh, this is it. Dude, it looks really and good. And just so everybody knows, this is from Frontier Games, the same people that make Elite Dangerous. Oh, so good. I think actually Frontier started with the original Roller Coaster Tycoon and then moved on, and they didn't have the rights to it, so then they made this one. Very cool. So Age of Empires. 3. Yeah, let's jump over to the PC for a second. So Xbox Game Pass for PC now has Age of Empires Three Definitive Edition available. And let me tell you this, guys, I really enjoyed Age Three. I really enjoyed the naval battles in Age 3. Oh, yeah. I've downloaded Age 3. Oh. And I'm excited to play. I haven't played it yet oh. because I've been busy. Dude, these games there. are so fun. Yeah, I really think we should jump into this. This is on Game Pass for PC, so if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member or a Game Pass for PC member, you automatically get this for free. Fully upgraded, fully uh, revisualized and enhanced for... Uh, for everyone. For the new modern day. Eyes. But yeah, Age 3, very exciting. Now, now all we need is just the new Age of Empires 4. Yep. Yep. So, yep. very exciting. Yep. If you haven't played H3, it's a, it, it really is a good one. Next to try. gen Avengers has been delayed. Yep. They said they wanted, they needed more time to give us a truly upgraded experience. So, for those of you waiting for Marvel's Avengers upgrades on the new Xbox Series X, you'll have to wait, a, excuse me, a little bit longer. Uh, they said next year. So, hopefully, we'll get it soon next year, but we'll see. It's been delayed to 2021, but like I said, they said they wanted, they needed more time to give us a truly upgraded experience, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. This is a little exciting. Uh, jumping over to hardware for the last couple stories here. Mm. The Xbox Elite Series 2 controller has a warranty update. Yeah. Let me tell you what it says officially from the support.xbox.com. Uh, they've received claims. We'll skip all that. But so, anyway. To ensure your satisfaction, that's us, they yes. want to ensure our satisfaction, uh, we're extending the warranty coverage period on the Elite Series 2 controllers from 90 days to one year from date of purchase, which is very, very oh. good. Uh, they also talked about the extension applies retroactively, retroactively for Elite Series 2 controllers sold to date if you incurred a repair cost to your service or... If you incurred repair costs to service your Elite Controller 2, you'll be issued a refund by Microsoft before October 31st, 2020. Uh, But anyway, very cool. There's been... uh, They they did receive claims uh, that a small percentage of their customers were having some issues with it, and that's what prompted them to make this change. Now, they did say, don't worry, it is a small percentage of people that are having these issues, and they didn't really specify what those issues were, but it was enough to up the warranty from 90 days to one year, and hey... Not bad. I like that. Do you... Why do you think... Spicy, I uh, I want to ask you this question. If I would have known that, I wouldn't have avoided my warranty sticker to fix mine. (laughs) Because I think one year would be next month for me. Why do you think... I've literally had zero issues, minus like regular wear and tear. Like I did Mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. a joystick thumb come off that... like, But just the rubber ring, you know, on, on a normal controller. The normal controllers are the most durable controllers on the planet... But the Elite controller, is it because of the interchangeable parts that there's issues? Wait, what you're saying, you're, so you're saying. Why, why, is, why is the more expensive Elite controller seem to be overall a little less durable than their base I think controller? your data
1: pool is too small. I've gone through like eight regular controllers.
0: <laughs> well, but you're an outlier. <laughs> and didn't, you, didn't, didn't you actually crush one? Yeah, Sorry, I, I crushed yeah, one with my bare hair yeah, You're an outlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, it's I got to be interchangeable parts, right? No. It's the customization feature. Well,
1: I mean, if you uh, look at more moving parts, if you here. look at the parts of the Elite, most of the parts are better built. It's, and I'm talking about the Elite One, not the Elite Two. What was weak in the Elite One was a specific plastic piece on the joysticks. Mm. And that's what caused a lot of problems. Like, the snapping on the right bumper and left bumper happens more to the regular controllers than the Elite. So, I mean, to answer that, I guess it's like a pair of pants. Sometimes, on some people, the crotch
0: just gets worn out first, you know? So, it's just how you hold it, maybe. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess how you're using it. Yeah, (laughs) I have not had really issues. I thought I had a drift issue with mine. Uh, It just ended up being dirt. Like... (laughs) I okay, so away. with
1: your data pool, maybe don't spill Dr. Pepper and food <laughs> on your
0: controller. Uh, it's hard yeah. to do. Well, well I, had, know, I had, had I had I had I had one issue with mine. So on your triggers and this yeah. is why I avoided my cause it was out of warranty and I didn't know they were doing this, so I just fixed it myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so what happened? So one of the triggers, what happened was is there's rubber bumpers, like when you pull down on the triggers that uh-huh. they hit. The rubber had fallen off into the controller, so my left stick would hit where the, the rubber was, but it was glued, so it would stick and not oh. come back. So what I did is I took it apart and I cleaned it off and blah, blah, blah. I mean, now it doesn't have a rubber thing, but it doesn't matter. But anyway. So, so anyway, it still that, works fine. It, it still works fine. I mean, I had to void my warranty to fix it. If I would have known, you don't know. Don't sell. Yeah. Don't buy Jordan's controller <laughs> yeah, on buy eBay. Your, yeah. <laughs> No warranty is voided. Uh, no, but anyway, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I think that's good because anytime you get a longer warranty, that just uh, works out great. Yeah. And then going to the next hardware. Hey, that's our own news source. Yes, We're citing our own news source. I'm citing our own news source, so I don't have to cite anybody because it's us. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I can I can say whatever I want. Hey, we've reached that point. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So last week, and I'll let David take this over because he created the video. But uh, no, last week we talked about yeah. Last um, week there was rumors that dropped overheating, uh, and it was on Twitter, and then was picked up in, in the press. That's been debunked. That, yeah, that the Xbox Series X had issues with overheating. Aaron Greenberg quickly came out last week and said, No, that's not true. The engineers have made it to run equivalent to the Xbox One X. So uh Jeff Jeff Grubb, uh, a journalist who had the preview Xbox over at The Verge, actually ran his own tests. And he took a thermometer uh and stuck it in the the Series X. Stuck Wait, hold right on, hold, hold so right on, hold on. Where there? do you stick it? And the hottest part, he said. Because that where you could go. <laughs> Because you know, part. there's more accurate parts if to stick I hear, thermometers. Where yeah. do
1: you stick it? And someone say the hottest part, and I walk into a room, I don't know what they're talking he about. Also, he also, though,
0: also did measure the CPU temperature as well at the same time. But this was just on the exhaust, so where the exhaust is coming yeah. out. Uh, and he did it to the new graphics RTX 3080, I think it was, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the oh, he PlayStation one, huh? 5 Pro, the Xbox One <laughs> X, and the Xbox Series X. The uh. The Xbox Series X quite substantially runs cooler than the Xbox One X and the PS5 Pro, uh, but not as cool as the the RTX. So basically, there's no. It's it's been debunked. There is no heating issues at all. With yeah, it. and that didn't he just, run it in like different modes as well, like idle running a game? Yeah, so, yeah. You know idle running a game. He tried to crank it up uh, using Hitman Two. Uh, I use the same game on all of them. Crank it up as, you know, as as hot as he could. And the hottest point, hottest point on the Series X. Don't quote me on this. There's a chart in the video. If you go to YouTube.com forward slash X1 bros where you can see it. Nice plug. Thank Jim. you. Uh, but... <laughs> there's a chart and i think i want to say it it goes it never goes above like 59 degrees celsius like it's that's really it's cool really they must cool. be using the h1 liquid cooler yeah <laughs> the, the 100i yeah, the now the I. cpu topped out at 70 degrees uh, internal so so that's the now it it will be interesting because these are all good numbers right they're yeah. well within your threshold right it will be interesting to see once we get games like uh, the medium you know these next gen experience games to see how how High it runs because obviously that's going to be hitting it to its you know, quote unquote from my full potential, right? From, from
1: my experience, the hardest thing on my Xbox is the Microsoft Store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, did he
0: pull that up in his testing? <laughs> well, the thing, hot the thing that he discussed in his article, and you can go check it out at The Verge, everybody. But the thing that he discussed in his article is that he noticed no as it ramps up in heat and starts to work harder, stays dead silent right it stays the same well that's the been and, the big and that's you know, i think the build of that box is for that airflow yeah. up through it and well and, and and i may be wrong i mean i'm not an engineer but i would think games like i mean even if you take games now on the xbox series X, there's some games that hit the console harder than others right so that's why i am curious Like roblox when, yeah You're or roblox like <laughs> or or i'm i even i even told i even said this earlier when we were playing call of duty like you you better watch out because your Xbox is gonna take off that runway. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. that thing cra- at least mine does. At least mine does. That thing cranks, which is why I think they should uh, make like a dust hole so we can spray out the dust. Because like, yeah, that's a good know. insult, you dust hole. <laughs> no, I because mean, no, like, usually like when your fans start to crank, it's because there's a lot of. I mean, yes, they're getting older, but or and games are hitting it harder. But sometimes there's a lot of dust and gunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good to clean out the electronics every once in a while. So, but anyway, Spicy, you have a HEPA filter in here. Do you find that that helps keep down dust on your electronics? I just thought of that. Uh, talking about dust, yes, um, but over
1: time it still happens. Yeah, so obviously. this is this room that we're in right now. This is the clean room. It's a, yeah, it's the clean room in my house. <laughs> it it's not a clean clean room like I'm Breaking <laughs> Bad. <laughs> but it's you got to, we
0: got we we go through like a you know a spray off machine before we come in here <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole yeah. shot.
1: Uh, so it does over time, but everything unless you're in a clean room. Like an official clean room, it's gonna get dust. Yeah.
0: Fitzy in chat says, So David, you're telling me I can't use it as a space heater. So that was actually that's blasphemy. That was actually one of the quotes from what started the rumor is this is heating up my whole flat. Well yeah, it's a p- high, well, I mean high it's electronic gonna, device it's gonna, it's gonna be, heat up your it's gonna, it's gonna be heat, like it's gonna your, heat up your 150 square foot apartment dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or your room that you're I mean just like with any good, electronic good, bro right? get good bro uh, just like with any electronics, it's gonna heat up your room yeah right? yeah great uh lots of exciting news we're almost here to the next generation of consoles that brings us to the last segment of our show this is the segment of our show where we take your questions we only select the best questions that were submitted. Each and every single week, you can submit your questions over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Hit the community tab and submit your question on the mail sack that drops every single week. Blake Jenkins writes in, and he says, hey, bros, quick note. I'm celebrating my best friend Mikey's bachelor party, so I'll have to catch this episode on the flip side. All right. Sounds like a good time. However, I've got a conundrum for the great trio of brossomness. <laughs> He says, at what point do you think remakes slash remasters of games is warranted? Is it after a certain amount of time when the game can be brought to an audience who never had the chance to play it or when technology can give a better experience? He says, I ask this because I've been replaying the Mass Effect trilogy again uh, for N7 Day and want to know two things. Number one, which is preferable in your all's opinion, a remake, better audio and visuals or remasters and overhaul to make gameplay more enjoyable than the first time a game was played? And what games do you think uh, warrant a remake or remastered? What would you change about them? And everything. So There's a lot of stuff in that. Yeah, question. Let's, let's, uh, I think basically, I think a Mass Effect, from my understanding... Now I, ever, now, I never played the first Mass Effect. But to my understanding, for someone like me, if I were to go back and play it... You'd feel it. Yeah, it would feel dated, like the game mechanics and stuff. So I think a Mass Effect, in the same way that a Final Fantasy VII was remade... Or the Resident Evils have done in the case of a mass effect, I think it's warranted as a remake instead of a mm-hmm. remaster.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think like, I like halo one combat evolved. Yeah. Their remaster. Actually, we, me and Jordan just recently within the last month or so, maybe two months. Um, we've been going through the halos, the master chief. And Warfare. I actually, like, a week ago, I actually started trying to do legendary on oh, halo ooh. one. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's hard. Um uh, see so I don't think Halo One It's a shooter. Remake. See, it's, it's a shooter, a shooter from yeah. two thousand and one, I believe. Yeah. Two thousand two, I don't know. A long done a twenty or nineteen year old shooter, right? Um it still played okay. Yeah. It was actually pretty impressive. Even though it is the Master Chief edition, all they did was essentially update the skins and the you know the the uh, whatever you call it, the renderings on the walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but but it's still the same engine, from what I understand. It's still played pretty good. But you go back maybe four years and you play Dark or uh, um, Goldeneye, for example, and that game is almost unplayable, right? Huh. I know there's a hardware jump in between those two. Yeah. But. So, like, A Perfect Dark, we would have to, I would say, totally redo it, which they are, I think, right? So, yeah. No, that's the rumor anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. a rumor. Um, Mass Effect 1 can probably still get away with it. You just, you just, you're just playing it because it's fun, right? If they redid that, I think they would have to redo it hard like a Final Fantasy Seven. Sure. Um, but they could still get away with re-releasing it. I mean, look at our, our, um... Age of Empires games that we play that are coming out like, you know. Yeah, that's true. The definitive edition, those are still playable too. I I I am trying I, I'm talking and I'm trying to decide I feel, myself.
0: I, I feel like it's a game by game scenario. Correct. And Age I'm of Empires at. you don't have to change them. Those mechanics are timeless, right? Like it's the it's the st- Top down r- RTS build, manage your economy, send people to attack. What you're changing, what you're updating there, you just need to update graphics to m- make that fit. Yeah. RTS hasn't make changed that smoother. much, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like that's an yeah. eternal. It's like a platformer. A platformer holds up because it's kind of timeless. The Same as as most good art. Now there's a asterisk there. Good RTSs are kind of timeless that way. It's
1: yeah, yeah and it's, and shooters are interesting because shooters really don't change much (laughs) We have a gun on the screen right trigger yeah although they did a really good job with doom you know so it's a it's that's such a hard question because obviously they can do it wrong but (laughs) but you can do it really right too so it's totally a case by case basis I would actually probably have um he 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 basically made the circles you know uh, on the chart right yeah. he said the, Venn diagram uh, yeah you have all these you have those that you want to completely rehaul such and such you know for nostalgic purposes blah 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 um I I think it depends on the game for me and how much I enjoyed the original yeah. I don't know it's totally case to case I, I don't
0: think I from my understanding a lot of people go back and say if you've not played the Mass Effect original which I never did uh and you've not experienced it, it you won't get it. Right? Like it won't it's the, I would the start, gameplay I, mechanics I, is that bad. I
1: say that too. I would start on two, Mass Effect yeah. two. And just kinda understand the story of So, point. So that I think would warrant in that case if that's the case, if you're a fan of it yeah, that's and that's good what way. you have to say, then that's a re, that's a re, remake. Sure. That's a good way to do it. And then when you go to Mass Effect 2, you're going to be like, what the heck? Then you have to
0: remake Mass Effect 2. <laughs> yeah. But it'll sell. I mean, that's yeah. a way to introduce that game to all new audiences. I and mean, that's considered one of the best storytelling space RPGs ever. Yeah. It's a phenomenal game.
1: Commander yeah. Shepard is one of the coolest guys. It- or girls if you went with the female version. I yes. should, yeah, I should yeah. have Yeah. One of the coolest But I was people. always Commander Shepard the dude. And I would never change. You could change your character model. Yeah. No, kept him,
0: kept him because
1: nice. he is a bad A. <laughs> I love commandership. Jordan, you
0: thoughts, well, opinions. It's, it's really interesting. So I, I, we, I think we've talked about this before on the show, and I think my opinion has probably since changed. Ooh, uh, you've since, evolved. On yeah, the since you know, since games have proven me How wrong, sophisticated and, and, of and you, changed my mind. But no, I think because he talks about you know remasters and remakes, right? Um, and he he talked about uh, technology can give it a better experience. I think that's actually like the perfect opportunity to to remake a game. I think I'm more leaning towards, I'd rather them remake games like they do with Final Fantasy VII, uh, Resident Evil 1 and 2. Yeah. And just most recently, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I'd count that as a remake. Yeah. Uh, rather than a remaster, right? And I think what makes a good remake is if you take a game like Resident Evil 1 and 2, which are fantastic remakes, right? It still has the original feel with all the updated technology. Now, I'm not saying that's easy because that's, that's obviously got to be difficult to retain that feel because you're talking about mechanics from the 90s that you're trying to update but keep that same feel right and I think in a game like Resident Evil it actually enhances it because of our technology because it's it's much scarier now than it was in the 90s especially those dogs and those they're were scary terrifying. in the 90s they're yeah. scarier now right and I'd also take a game like Tony Hawk which I think is fantastic right they they took Tony Hawk one and two and they they remade them uh, they obviously updated the graphics they made everything feel smoother there's more higher frames and stuff like that right but they also added different control schemes so you can you can still have that original control scheme you can you can have some of the newer more modern control schemes right they still have all the old collectibles but added some of their new stuff I mean it's a, it's really an entire overhaul of the game yet, still maintaining that original feel right i think final fantasy does a good job too now final fantasy is probably the most out there with the remake because they definitely add a lot of stuff like the motorcycle well, it's like not the guy that guy's awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a different it's a different game with the same story yeah but it still kind of has that it still gives you that feel, feel. of final fantasy 7 you I, know what i mean and I that's wa- the hard part i wonder if you just have on your team
1: of developers, the feel guy, the feel, the feel good guy. <laughs> yeah. Does this feel good? And
0: someone who was a fan previously. I think you need. I think you need a team, either all fans or people that are diehard fans to make sure perfectionists at that. Like make sure. Or even even you people get, Guys, from. This doesn't feel right. This is really cool, but it doesn't feel even right. Let's if, not do this. Right. Even if you take Final Fantasy VII, there's actually I uh, there's actually. I think the director was the original art lead and stuff on 7, so he was there. You know what I mean? Uh, But again, so the reason I think I'm leaning towards remakes is because a game that I absolutely love, uh, Kingdoms of Amular Reckoning, was just a remaster, right? They kind of put a fresh cone of paint on it, uh, made it run smooth, made it work for the new consoles, and sent it out there, right? That game is a really good game, and I've recommended it to a lot of people, but... It does. It, it's almost how, like you guys were talking about with Mass Effect. It's a fun game, and when you played it at the time, it was great. But going back, it, it you can feel its age. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and some people, and I know some people in our community, have lost interest because you kind of feel its age, right? Yeah. Now, if they did that, like they did Resident Evil 2 or Tony Hawk or Final Fantasy 7, I think it would have been a much different story, right? Agreed. But anyway, so that's I, those are my examples. That's why I kind of lean... I'd almost instead of a remaster, let's just remake it. You know what I mean? If you're if you're giving us the quality of these games like Tony Hawk, Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII, I'd rather pay sixty bucks for that. Agreed.
1: Yeah, good question. Great wow. question. Wow. And it's it's I also add it's a case by case basis. Yeah. Don't do it to crappy games. I won't play those. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it crappy do it to games. games just make just make
0: the crappy game a sequel and make that game better. Great <laughs> yeah, question, yeah, yeah, Blake yeah, yeah. Jenkins. Thank you very much for writing in. Uh, Super Shocker writes in and says, "How's it, bros? I'm happy to say I've successfully pre-ordered." An Xbox Series X yes. controller. Oh, he, he got me. He <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he got, he, got uh, he, he, he witchered me. He witchered me. <laughs> he, that's what I call that. Uh, yeah. I know he says, I know they added the media button to the new controller, which is nice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but why in Blazes didn't they add a volume up and down button? My question is, what quick key button would you guys add to make a perfect controller? Oh, that's a good I actually one. like the media share button. Uh I quick actually did, clip I did. it. I think that's I think that's really good. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, an on-off button, but you just hold down the jewel anyway, so it's not like it'd be like a huge. physical on-off button, yeah, like the click, <laughs> like
1: boop, everything yeah. shuts down.
0: No, well, I like, I actually, I think the the quick screenshot button is nice because right now I have the Elite controller, and I know a lot of people with the Elite controller are making those paddles and stuff yeah. buttons for it. Except but you, but you the thing is, accidentally press it, you're like, having yeah. a ton of shots. Well, of and the stem, thing is, is stuff, like you know when what? I have when I have all those extra buttons, I use them. For yeah. the game I'm in, right? So having that dedicated on top just by the... Because it's basically uh, square, square, hamburger, and then and then the media, media button, right? Yeah. I would rather... I'd almost wish the Elite controller just had that button there that's dedicated just for that. Then I don't have to use my slots underneath or anything like Agreed. that, right? I actually do really like the screenshot button. The Switch has a screenshot button, which is nice. Yeah, it does. Spicy. Yeah. Dedicated button. Quick button. How How
1: deep can I go down this rabbit hole? Go deep, baby. Well, because I was starting to think, well, what if I had like an RF, you know, like (laughs) thing attached to it, right? (laughs) And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I can make it so I can mute my TV if I wanted to. I think you can totally program it, right? Or change channels or you could do the volume with that, have a couple on. Then I started thinking, what if you could interface like some of some smart things to it like an Alexa or a or whatever don't mess you your controller th- yeah and then you could then with that you could do anything you wanted you can like you know, make it three degrees cooler, you know, or something like that, and then you like the whole world's your oyster on a controller. It so becomes the, a smart. What, home. what you want is
0: is a universal remote. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want Skynet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my uh, controller. Yeah, I feel like in console gaming, I'm not sure that there's that much that you can add. To, I mean, the re- there's a reason that basically. What did you just say? I
1: just said we can add everything. No, no, but nothing. I mean,
0: I think there's a reason that basically since the 360, the controller has largely remained the same. Um, and I think that even within Elite Controller, it's paddles that you can program to do stuff, which I do like. Their quick actions that you can add to stuff I on think, there, but I think the media share button is probably the 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 only thing really that we need. I think. Well, I think if you wanted to get like
1: good MMOs and RTSs on there, a good dedicated modifier key. Yeah, there you go. Then that you could switch and maybe have two. You press once, then it changes A, B, X, Y. You press twice, it changes that again, and all the yeah. buttons as well. So you could essentially make your controller have as yeah. many keys as a keyboard if
0: you do it that way. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And then you could have like simulator games yeah. be a lot more. Ex- yeah, possible. Yeah. Well, and there are developers and so, like even in the new Torchlight game that they 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 have their own modifier key, but have I mean obviously having a dedicated one yeah deti- so there's w- already developers that are doing it we just need the hardware that way people will know oh
1: this is a modifier key so if i press this then the game will actually change my keys to do more things yeah yeah um then then you have access to a lot more games like escape from tarkov and think games that are way more complicated that require way more buttons. which i did
0: successfully run on my controller by the way oh.
1: I know you did. He did. Jordan set up
0: Escape from Tarkov, and you know, De- what, like decent. Yeah, like it was good. Yeah, it took a long time and a lot of research yeah, and like Steam. We, yeah, we were implement, yeah. implementing.
1: Implementing. <laughs> yeah. He had to actually have the game launched through, through Steam. Yeah, Legos like to
0: have a Steam program yeah. go on top For of it. More controller support, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and then we we found different forms. Yeah, didn't we find different forms yeah. of different controller layers? And then I modified it. Was a it. Rabbit hole. And what it what it did though is it actually made me more aggressive. It was like, oh, I feel comfortable. Yeah, because yeah, it's what your, your input yeah. is used to interesting so, yeah. that's a great, great question I, uh, super shocker I told you it was possible <laughs> thank you very much for writing in uh, challenge accepted next <laughs> up Joel Reed writes in and asks hey bros love the work you put in thank you very much Joel Reed he says I look forward to ending my week with the bros alright I found it interesting that Xbox has now expanded two of their biggest franchise into new gameplay directions he says with the open world sandbox or Minecraft into the isometric dungeon crawler Minecraft Dungeons also the third person shooter gears into the turn based tactical gears tactics he wants to know what other Xbox franchises would you like to see expanded into a new gameplay style. He says, "I want something a little zany, like a 3D platformer for Elder Scrolls, a game about a misunderstood magical mud crab trying to make its way <laughs> across <old> Tamriel." <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's that actually funny. sounds pretty cool. The goal is to make it from like Skyrim to Hammerfell without yeah. getting killed. <laughs> I mean, you kind of had that with Assassin's Creed, had that with Chronicles. Their, uh, yeah. Even Assassin's if Creed you Chronicles. take uh, even if you take Halo into the RTS genre, right? Oh yeah, Halo with Halo Wars went RTS, which is no. Tell you this will work. Okay, this will work. Halo as a racing (laughs) brawler, like you have scorpions, tanks, hornets, banshees. Whoa, like a Mario Kart Halo. Okay, you know know what I mean. Twisted Metal. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually better. Yeah, warthogs, right? I mean, you kind of have that, like in Forza, they have the warthog, right? But okay, I like that. That one sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think going. I think it's easy to take a game. I, th- I think there's a reason that Gears went into like turn-based tactical. It works. I, th- I think it works. I think you can do that with most games. You can do that with Halo. You can do that because basically it's just a skin over a game. Uh, You know, you can do it over Gears tactical. Just put any skin over it and it, and it just works. It feels good. Those games lend themselves to, to maintaining good stories and feel and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So I don't, what other type? Oh, I'll tell you what. How about, how about a gear? How about like a Oh, a Fallout! Actually, you could do this with Fallout, a Fallout City Builder. <laughs> don't so they, like, isn't that Fallout Shelter? So like City Skyrim's, <laughs> Don't they already heard like that fallout. Uh, City Skyrim city city fallout. fallout. City Fallout. That's
1: actually a really cool
0: idea. And like your, your your natural disasters are nukes. Yeah, your natural disasters <laughs> they just happen, but you're like building uh, um, crazy um, zany communities. <laughs> as a um, maybe you got to defend. Maybe it's like a tower defense builder. I don't know, but. So a game comes to
1: my mind. Um, did you ever play Hit the Ice on the NES? Uh no. It might Maybe. have been the Super Nintendo. Maybe. It was one of them. It was a game. It was a hockey game, right? But you could get into fights, and then it turns into like a Street Fighter, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat game. It was like Base Wars. Yeah. <laughs> what if you had that, like a crossover from, like, from like Madden, and then you just have players,
0: like, you know, like <laughs> real players fight? fight each other that would be hilarious and like have full-on fatalities well, how have we, this exists in real life how have we never had a video game of it boxing chess boxing chess it exists in real life you play chess and then you box around and you play chess <laughs> <laughs> you each take a turn and then you box thing. that's a thing yeah we'll, we'll have it at the pre-show we'll watch it or post-show post-show sorry post-show show. we'll watch it
1: okay yeah. everybody well, how is that not a, for that how has
0: that not, not been a video game yet right <laughs> Well, I remember battle chess. Like they would actually chess? fight each other. Oh, battle chess was fun. Yeah, and you had to win. Like yeah, you had to win your fight. Lizard's that was fun. Wizard's chess, like wizard's yeah. chess. Yeah. Wow.
1: Could you go? really make t- a fight game out of anything.
0: <laughs> Fallout. Fallout lends it any any like apocalyptic world, really dystopian world, mm-hmm. lends itself well to real time strategy style games as well. So like uh, chess slap boxing. Chess slap boxing. There you go. Uh, <laughs> So you I mean you could always do that. I don't know. Good question though.
1: No. I mean, I mean then we can get into the whole which universe
0: would we like to see these kind of games in, right? Okay, let's just take one game. Let's take one game and how do you want to see it adjusted? Let's take The Witcher 3. MMO. Ah. Oh, okay. That's a yeah, scoop I that's of chocolate,
1: scoop of vanilla. Don't waste my time. That's exactly. <laughs> I th- yeah,
0: I think Jordan nailed it. All right, shows over. <laughs> We're walking out. <laughs> uh, he nailed it. How
1: cool would that well, game I, be as an MMO? I, I, I do it's think. True.
0: I mean, I just think the. I think fantasy sets itself as an MMO. The world, yeah, the, the lore, world. the fighting. I mean, yeah, you can just and that the lore's already there because there's a Witcher school. You can just be like a new recruit in the Witcher school. Have it take place 500 years later, so you don't have to worry about screwing anything up.
1: Well, and I think, I've said this before years ago on the show, StarCraft as an MMO would be amazing as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a thing. Wasn't that a thing that they were rumored to be working on? It's basically
1: ESO because you got three factions. Three factions. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you have all different types of guns and loot and armor capabilities, cloaking, um, a lot of hero characters that can get
0: involved. Yeah. It would be an amazing MMO. I mean, at that point, could we just add... Because I mean Halo's kind of similar to StarCraft. And that's it. Can we it's do it. Pretty much the same universe. Yeah. I'm very interested. Just as changing topic here. Thank you very much, Joel Reed, for writing in. Great question. Uh, I'm very interested. The initiative. We know the initiative. That's that seems to be Microsoft's new powerhouse studio. They basically wrote them a blank check. And said I've done that with a couple people. And said, do what you need to do. But we've been getting rumors they have they're peeling off like OG naughty dog people. Into the initiative, like high, wow, highly reputable people coming from all these different studios. What are they building? I, I honestly think it's the new Perfect Dark game, and that is just that because, is the rumor. Yeah, that is just because of the two logos are very similar. And why would you do that? Here, let me in fact, you know I mean? let me Google it. I'll tell you, Naughty. Why dog. would you do that? The initiative, look at that. Why would they be so similar? They're pretty close, yeah. I mean, Mark, you're a logo guy. Why would they do that? (laughs) Uh, Well, because they're probably using... I mean... Watch it be like a total accident, uh, yeah. like oh, it could shoot. be coincidence because <laughs> they have meetings like clean hey, logos. Hey guys, they think we're making a new perfect. There's dark a lot here, of squares dude. and a lot of logos. Yeah, so here it is, right here. Microsoft's secretive AAA studio, the Initiative, has added more for more because they already did this before. I remember uh, former Sony first-party studio employees to its ranks this time. The new employees are ex-Naughty Dog animator who worked on the Uncharted series and both Last of Us games, plus one of Naughty Dog's former technical directors. I will say this. If you've seen Naughty Dog games, Uncharted and stuff, their animators are very talented. They're very good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very smooth. Transitions between Mm -hmm. point A to point B in the game uh, are what
0: immerse you a
1: lot in the
0: game. Yeah. These are not the first from a major Sony studio. Back in 2018, in the initiative, hired former God of War producer... Brian Westergaard, alongside the ex-Sony developers, uh, our staff who worked at Crystal Dynamics and Bungie, like there, it seems like. Well, no like wonder they needed a blank check. Yeah, and it's a lot of they're, salary they're paying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, who is the best of the best? Let's go get them. Yeah. What are they? Perfect. Perfect Dark. I like, think it's. I think it's a new Perfect Dark. But. Thing. So how would you? Is there? What does a modern Perfect Dark Zero look like? Uh, hot.
1: Apparently,
0: <laughs> apparently, <yeah. laughs> apparently hot. it looks a lot like God of War and Uncharted.
1: <laughs> yeah. With Uncharted animation. And Last of us and last, yeah. of us.
0: and last of Us in a first-person shooter. Is it more RPG-esque, though? I think Perfect Dark can be played as an yeah, RPG. I, think I mean, the story fits it. It could, totally. And it will. All
1: games well, have Well, they They have.
0: also can be working on multiple games, too, and I think rumor is that they are, so... I want to yeah, know perfect dark one and two. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know though what a brand new IP from them looks like and what what it is. That it's going to be exciting. I think we're actually going. I think we're actually going to get a reveal over the next couple of weeks of a new IP. That's my. Uh, that's my they, theory. Yeah, aren't they doing their show for this month yeah, or something like that? Yeah. When, when do we know that's the And dates? Then we're going to see more Series X uh, optimized next generation gameplay. Watch it be like. And a, I think we're going to see an IP there. Watch it be like a Series X launch day thing. The new Perfect Dark coming out in two weeks. Out. Can you imagine how hard that would be to keep secret? Something like that? Well, you just do what Rockstar does. You literally fire them if they say <laughs> yes. anything. I mean, that's the best way to you keep fire a scene. them and sue them for everything. <laughs> yeah, you, you just... ruin their life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you Disney them. Yeah, Disney. you. Yeah, you and i say straight up Disney them. How they, many? Li- how many leaks come out of Rockstar? <laughs> yeah, that's you know? right, zero. <laughs> oh. yeah. uh, Beast, thank you very much for the super chat. Appreciate it. Uh, Psychotic. Writes in and says, what is up, bros? He says, I've been diving deep into Star Wars Squadron based upon your reviews, and I too am enjoying it so much. Uh I had reservations at first because of the first-person view, but it's growing on me. He wants to know, what was the last game you played that you were hesitant to try, but based off of other people's reviews, you played and loved? Thanks for the great weekly content, and keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Psychotic. That's a good question. A game you maybe were hesitant to try, but... People were like, dude, you got to try this game. And so you, you probably, it. uh, uh, I don't know, actually. L- let me think about this for a minute. Okay. Okay. Spicy, anything, anything? Yeah. What's, I've, I have a
1: terrible memory and it's okay. going, getting okay. worse every day. Um, the, the, the game, the corpse game that's like Starter Valley. Bride. Oh, oh.
0: Duh, Graveyard Keeper. Graveyard Keeper.
1: Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> Keeper, Mad Shot from the community and Dainty Princess were the ones who recommended
0: that to me freaking love that game. Actually, I, I guess I have one rather recent. It'd probably be Battletoads. So I, I'm oh, not really into that style. He of, actually you know, like, like, yeah, was throwing hate at it and I was like, Jordan, it's good. Well, no, I mean, it's not that they're bad games or anything. It's He's just it it's, it's not. Yeah. yeah, he did. He it's specifically, not, we walked out of the room and he was like, hey, I don't want to tell Mark this, but I think that game yeah, freaking an sucks. Yeah. And I was like, Jordan, the game's really good. Like it's, trust me. It's just it's just not my <laughs> first. Same with uh, same with um, like side scrollers uh, like Ori being an exception, right? Because I do like Ori. Uh, like I don't know, side scrollers and uh Once again you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that that Battletoads, like they're not my favorite genres. Obviously, there's games that, that shine within those genres that I do like. But Battletoads was because everybody was really loving it, and I actually did play it, and I think the best level so far I've done was that racing. Like it was it's really so yeah, good, yeah, It's right? fun. It is it is really fun, and I think it's just the style of game and how they do it, right? Yeah. So but um so that that would be yours, yeah. And then I guess Ori was side scrollers. Although I did get really angry. Jordan at the first does one.
1: a really good job at recommending games to me.
0: Often he does that, yeah. Well, well he'll call he's, me always, up. he's always buying games too. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is I'd rather because like I don't know. The thing is, is like if the game sucks, I want to experience the suck for myself. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I want to experience <laughs> the suck. For so it's, he doesn't it's really, want to spread the suck. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps it in house. Well, it's so hard. It's like movies. It's so hard to take people's recommendations because you're, like, you're like, ah, I'll play it myself. Like the whole Torchlight thing. I was right there about to buy Torchlight three. Yeah, and then I stopped because Mark and I started looking at reviews and they were actually hilarious. But anyway, it made me not want to buy it. And then what I did is I, I watched people play it and I said, no, this looks okay. You know, what I mean, and then I bought it and, I it. and I'm glad I did because I, I have fun with it. Right. So it's 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 hard because I like to experience games for myself. You know. Spicy, would Flight Simulator be one? Because did you play? Did you play Flight Simulator before? I think you played that as as a kid, though, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I was very excited for. Flight Yeah, I think we were no, all no, very excited. I, don't know. I mean, when they announced it like two years ago, showing it. Uh, I think that was what the E3, E3 we went we were to. There, yeah, it was. A, I I was more excited about that than probably every other game <laughs> there. <laughs> uh,
0: very good, Jordan. Uh, the funniest story with Jordan was at one point I was living in his house with his wife and. His wife was talking to my wife and was like, how do you, how do you just deal with, how, how does David, he just buys all these games. Jordan's. Oh, cause we were on the share program. Yeah. because Jordan, uh, Jordan was actually buying like 10 games a month when well, you did buy games <laughs> and I and having to buy more telling his wife, he did. Bought no. them on a secret card. No, I would say... And I told would, his no, wife, no. oh, David bought this game. No, Where'd you get did... that new game from? Oh, David bought it. No, no, because I would say that David and I would like split the games or whatever. Yeah. The split just happened Anyways, to be very uneven. Then I lived with him, and uh, my wife was like, David buys like, no games. <laughs> <laughs> and his house of cards came crashing down. Yeah, There was an audit that night. <laughs> <There> <laughs> <was>. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, laid man. in the we laid in the basement awake as we heard screaming upstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. You what? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, uh, last question. Oh, Tom One Miss Seventy Two writes in. I think this is his first question. Tom. All right, Tom. He writes in and says, "What's up, bros? Looking for a good wireless headset. Those of us that are converting from the PS4 to Xbox are finding out that some headphones are specific to the Xbox if going wireless." He says, I have a set of Steel Series Arctic 7 that I bought for the PS4 that cannot be used on the Xbox unless I want to use them wired. Uh, anything, issues with using Bluetooth headphones? Uh, and should I look for ones that use Dolby Atmos? Love the show. Thank you very much, Tom, for writing in. Wireless, I mean, there is a whole gamut with wireless. Mm-hmm headsets uh, that you could run. You can run $300 or more on those if you want to go with the big boys. Or And it's going to be largely the same for the PlayStation. There's always usually like an Xbox version and a PlayStation version that run the same price. My personal recommendation, well, see, it's not wireless though. If you wanted to go wired, I really like these. Sennheisers, yeah. they're $125. I feel like what you're getting in a wired $125 headset is the quality that you get in a $300 headset wireless headset yeah. sound wise right now what's nice about wired he- wireless headsets now is your to my understanding most newer wireless headsets anyway yeah. you're actually you're just wired to the controller right so it's not super in because i remember for the 360 i had the turtle beaches like the the best you can get at the time and you had like five wires going to your console and they gave you like 20 foot yeah, cord so you that, can sit on that, your bed you know yeah, what I, it's volume a tab yeah, the on volume the thing. tab if you get the xbox adapter which uh we actually have a video on Yes, as well. Uh, if you get the Xbox adapter and plug it right in your controller, Wired's really not too bad. Wired is, you know what I mean? Is so wireless not... basically or yeah. can be? If you're, I mean, full wireless, the Astros. I know um, I have not purchased them myself, but I do know someone who just purchased mm-hmm. the new Astros, the A50s, and really, really likes them. He what he likes on those, I think the power comes in the mic uh, yeah. because you get the the Astro mix amp mm-hmm. power, which. I mean, and that thing's powerful. Jordan and I both have them. up yeah. with wired. No, it's really nice. Yeah. Now, I I will I will say wireless is nice because I I use wireless headsets on my uh, on my PC. Uh, I use a Corsair one, uh, and it's just nice having that freedom. And it is nice with the Xbox as well. And Mark is actually getting his right now. I was going to mention it. I use that's the at, one that I use for my PC. At E3, we got the ROG. Um, or it's no, the RGX. rig. Rig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The rig. 800s I think they're 880s, called 880s, I think 880s, right? 880s, 800s right here yeah the rig <laughs> 800s we got these at E3 actually um it's they're not too bad i think they're those, they're, they're think nice for i think those run right around $100 they're, they're more well. of a budget one uh but they're not too bad the only difference that i find with wireless to wire other than like the nicety of having wireless is your microphone when you talk to your friends it is much much cleaner on a wired on a wired sense. connection that right that makes sense uh now when you get into the high end wireless stuff it uh, obviously that connection gets cleaner because you're buying yeah. a higher end one, but still compared to the wired high end ones, right? But uh, yeah, the rigs are good. Yeah, so wireless rigs is that's that's what I use on my Xbox uh, if when I'm not using my Sennheisers, right? And then I do use Corsair on my PC, which is but I say I don't think Corsair, uh, I think Corsair makes a couple for Xbox. I don't know. Here, but. here's the thing: if you're worried about compatibility with the Xbox, the nice thing is when you do get your Xbox on the Series X, and if you don't have it day one. The new Microsoft Store, hit the hardware button. You can go to Microsoft Store, go to hardware, go to headsets. They have all the options there. All of them are free shipping. Some of them are, uh, they'll have sales on some of them. So you can do that as well. I actually would highly recommend browsing it that way. And they've, they've revamped their review system. Their review system seems pretty legit now. Too. yeah did he say what he was looking for like uh yeah, like, he was is saying he, wireless, just, wireless. Yeah, well, no 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 wireless but like budget wise because i mean no i don't know well you know if you, that's you guys probably already mentioned this i stepped out for a sec but uh
1: it's for price per pound basically right wired is the way to go if you want wireless then the price goes up to 300 bucks plus which i think you said david yeah um that is the new cost of the console of the series s right so yeah so Just keep in mind, if money's no option, and I know there's people out there where that's the case, um, that's the price point you're going to have to hit. And once you get there, there's a lot of similar... I mean, the quality's pretty good. Underneath that price point, wireless quality decreases substantially. Agreed. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, nowadays, the wire only goes to the controller, which is essentially wireless anyways. I play games all the time where I go use the bathroom and uh, sit, sit there, there and talk to Jordan and David. <laughs> 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 you know, so
0: Great question, though, and welcome from the PS4 over to the Xbox Series X. We just are kidding, excited, by the way. I, I just would, kidding. I'm very I sanitary. Would, uh, <laughs> I would suggest, though, if you do get wired, this is just my suggestion, don't go directly into the controller. Yes, you can because it's got that, um, that jack there. I would get the adapter that Turtle Beach sells just because then you'll have mic monitoring. It's much easier to mute and check your thing. It's just way easier if you get that adapter to change volumes.
1: To the question before, let's get a mic mute
0: button. Oh, on the controller. That That's nice. what we need. Oh, That's yeah. What yeah. Need. That's yep. what we need. Yep. No, but the, the Turtle Beach adapters that plug into the bottom of your controller, they have mic monitoring, which yeah. allows you to hear yourself so you're not screaming right? Yeah. when the game gets loud. It has uh, adjustments to where you can uh, lower and raise game chat and party chat. And, then, of <laughs> course, it has a quick and easy mute button. I would suggest if you get a wired controller, also, getting that adapter. Yeah. If well, here's the thing too. If you're going wireless, chances are he's probably playing on a couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At a TV, and that's why you want the wireless. If you're not, if you're at a desk, and that's where you play, that's where I play. Uh I don't use the Turtle Beach adapter at all. Anymore. Well, yeah, because we I got that. The- uh the Astro Mix Amp, which is about a hundred dollars, one hundred and twenty dollars. That thing has changed my life. It's amazing. You plug plug everything into there. It gives you complete control. It has Dolby at- Atmos built into it, and Sounds amazing. What's well, it's really nice. You can, you can put, put on different profiles. profiles. Yeah. You never have to... I never have to go into menus to adjust volume everything because right there I can go voice louder, voice softer, game louder, game softer. It's Overall. Just, right. All right there. It's beautiful. If you're into streaming, that's how you can control party chat in streaming, which is also beautiful. It is... I think that's the best bang for your buck. Get that with a wired, nice wired headset of your choice. And I think you're rolling... Pretty, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But, that's, but that's if you're at a desk. That's, that's, uh, I don't yeah. If that you're on the, on the couch or yeah. in the living room or something like that, wireless might or be a bit option. Or, or the toilet. toilet, like spicy. <laughs> 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 Great question, though. Thank you very much for writing in. That actually does us for this week, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget, head over to YouTube. Dot com four slash X one bros. We're dropping daily videos. We've got streams happening. That's where we do our special streams. We've got another couch cast coming up soon and we've got it actually bros movie night yeah. for our master chief.
1: Yeah, I was going to chat after the show with those that are on that level. So we're going to do Bros Movie Night
0: slash community play, which I think will be like Among Us, probably. I would really like to do. It's basically a murder mystery via computer. That would be really. That's a good game. It's all the rage right now. It's all the rage right now. It's good. Everyone's playing it for a good reason. So, yeah. Come join us over there. Yeah.
1: uh, (laughs) um, I'll talk Beast. I'll talk to you about that in a, a little bit because I was I went to go try to find those and I couldn't find those. So, anyways, uh, Jordan, what
0: are you playing? What are we playing as we, oh, as we count you. our way out of here? What I'm playing this week is I'm playing Rogue Company because I love that game. I'm really I'm really getting more and more. Dude, into I need it. to play that game. And you do. It's fantastic. It's free to play. Check it out. I'll be playing probably a little bit more Torchlight and then. Uh, Warzone. Boom.
1: Uh, Beast, can you remind me the name of those headphones? I don't remember anything anymore nowadays. Um, but uh, I have a pair of headphones, speaking of wireless headphones, that are are cool in the fact that they can connect to your controller it's Xbox or, or... Like dual con- Bluetooth? And you can connect to your phone at the that's same time. Nice. So you can listen to audiobooks and play games or listen to music and play games on your phone. Get phone calls while you're playing games. Yeah, that that's super of nice. So,
0: um, I'll, have to, I'll have to remember... Are you guys going to jump into ESO again this week? I'm a little bit angry that I was not included in I it. literally invited you you didn't say everyone was going to be there <laughs> You just said, it was yeah we can you. jump into ESO this week wait so when he invites you you want the whole party to be there I mean if I knew it was a party that's a little bit more appealing than just Jordan <laughs> <standing> <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny let's hit the outro button guys okay. thank you very much for tuning in again it's good to be back good it's good to be, to be back. back in person with the bros the x1 bros yes are you just gonna just look? Well, I think we. I, uh, I th- that was really awkward. <laughs> the
1: Artist Nine X Wireless Gaming Headset for Xbox. That's the there one that does is. the
0: duel with the phone, hey, and uh, that's actually what he's coming from. Uh, he came from the Arctic as well, but for the PlayStation. That's the uh, yeah. That's an uh, Xbox one. It's a great headset. I like it too. Guys, so, thank yeah. you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.